Hey everybody, welcome to a special edition of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I was going to give you this episode on Saturday, which would be Holy Saturday if you are a practicing Catholic, but I decided to do it on Easter Sunday before my family festivities actually kick off. And it is a special episode because it is one of the most religious acts of somewhat in the regards or in the field of paranormal. It is a story that basically has a resurrection or the most famous ghost of all, the Holy Ghost, Jesus coming from a tomb rising three days after his death. So I wanted to dive in and give some basically paraphrase from my knowledge of religion a story about this and try to figure out logical explanations to what these people might have seen or what actually occurred so many years ago. But before I get into that, some paranormal news from NASA. Hubble telescope photographs mega comet that's 50 times bigger than any on record. The mega comet C-2014UN271 is estimated to be 80 miles across and weigh 500 trillion tons. It has entered our solar system, but is roughly 2 billion miles away from the Earth. And this is from the Astrological Journal Letters, HT slash Forbes. And I found this report on IGN, which can be found on Instagram, IGN dot spelled out D-O-T. C-O-M-I-G-N.com on Instagram. Check them out. They include video games and other news and some archaeological news here and there. And it is something that I saw that I like to include in my Paranormal Podcast because we have somewhere out there a comet that is gigantic and is now floating around in outer space. So when I was growing up, besides from being into the paranormal, I was also very religious. Now, I've mentioned on other episodes that my religion, I still believe. I'm still a Catholic. I don't practice it as much as I used to, but um, I am still religious. I still believe and have faith. Um, Something I might have mentioned before on other episodes, I was considering many, many years ago, becoming a priest. I was an altar boy. I served many masses, and I was going down a route where I was going to become a priest. So I had a lot of knowledge and read a lot of biblical stuff in the Bible. And, um, you know, things change and paths got different, and I ended up going a different path than what I originally intended on doing. But I was very in tune with religion back then. So I remember a lot of things that I learned about. I was also fortunate enough, in my opinion, to go to a Catholic school where I was able to learn religion and learn many other things. Um, Growing up in a Italian family, you know, a lot of Italians or most Italians are Catholic or Christian. So I had the opportunity to learn a lot from religion, but I'm here today because I um, have a story to tell, paraphrasing from what I know knowledge-wise about one of the most, I wouldn't say documented, I would say one of the most famous uh, stories of seeing a ghost. So we all know about Jesus Christ. And if you are a Catholic or Christian, you obviously know. If you don't necessarily believe in Jesus or God in, you know, in, in a whole, 
then you know we no one really holds or shouldn't hold a anything a grudge against you everyone has the right to believe and the right to practice their religions but uh, when i was growing up i learned of course a lot about jesus christ and one of these stories that in all of the holidays is easter and it was a very appealing story because a lot of things happened in a chain of events and we had jesus come to a table with his apostles and have his last supper basically predicting and knowing that one of his disciples or his apostles was going to end up betraying him and ratting him out to the Romans that this they had this fear of the Romans and people that this quote-unquote new king was around and he was the king of the Jews and he was you know their fear was him taking over in power whatever the case may be and he, Judas which was the one who betrayed Jesus essentially was in cahoots with the Romans and ended up ratting Jesus out. So when Jesus had this Last Supper, which to my belief was on a Thursday or Friday, um, well, documentate, no one really knows exact days, but this is what we come up with now, that uh, at this Last Supper, he basically knew that one of his apostles was going to betray him, and that's exactly what happened. Um, later on, the Romans took Jesus into the um they apprehended him they arrested him and basically questioned him about what was his purpose or his beliefs uh to my knowledge actually gave him an opportunity to say that everything he was preaching was bs um but he refused to do that and was essentially set in line for crucifixion and before this crucifixion it was a chain of punishment from thorns on his head to um having to carry the cross he would be crucified on uh, all the way up to um, a mountaintop, which would be Calvary, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, and basically being crucified on this cross, speared on the side, and being there for many hours before essentially he passed away. Now, supernatural events did occur, or if you want to say supernatural events, um, they were biblical events, really, because we're talking about Bible stuff. Now, I'm doing this, um, it's been a long time since I've talked about this, and I'm using minimal notes here. This is all off memory, so if I got the name of the mountaintop that he was, or the hill that he was crucified out wrong, feel free to go into my Instagram page, SWAB underscore podcast, to correct me, but this is going off my memory and what I've learned, so again, in advance, forgive me for any errors, but... The um, crucifixion happened, and during the crucifixion, there was, towards the point where Jesus passed away, and essentially would die for just three days, which we would find out later on, a storm or thunder and the earth shook, which was taken into account and retold in the Bible. Three days later, when Jesus was buried in this tomb, there was a like a rock formation or tomb. Really, don't know to this day what type of tomb it is. Based on archaeologic on archaeologists, we can say that it was uh, almost like a cave formation, and a rock of some sort was put in front of the tomb where Jesus was laid. He was laid out in there with um, minimal burial, as other people would be treated differently. He was in sheets and wrapped up. 
they brought him into this tomb, rolled a rock or pushed a rock in front of this tomb. Now, back then, obviously, there was no machinery or anything in that regard, so it had to take probably Roman soldiers or whoever took him to this site to be buried, uh, quite a few people to push this stone in front of the rock. And three days later, the people had came back to the tomb and Jesus was gone. And people were saying, well, that's impossible. Like, how, how could he? He's, di he's dead. And essentially, he roamed the earth for a while and uh, ascended into heaven as whole. And his body was not, his body and him, uh, sorry, he, the entire body with wounds and all that people didn't believe that he had these wounds. They didn't believe it was real. Where he told people to put their hands through his through his wounds to to prove that this was real, um, himself the whole of him ascended into heaven, and then he said that I would come again. Now the story is in the Bible; it's in a lot of scriptures, and it's in many of the um, Bible verses from Romans to Timothy to the Corinthians. Uh, a lot of accounts that this story happened. Now, I have said before that the Bible is document documentations and accounts from things that have happened, but it's such a long time ago that in my opinion, we cannot really confirm what is accurate. If you want to believe that a Red Sea was parted, that events like that happened, Noah's Ark and other things that are extraordinary in the Bible, that is, again, your faith and your decision to do so. But I feel like there are some things that could have happened that could be maybe, in opinion, um, described scientifically. So I'm not here to disprove or say that this or this, this or um, that didn't happen. I do believe something did happen because the accounts were written for so long ago and carried off, uh, carry forth where we teach it and preach it. Now, I feel like there's... A bigger power up there that this is something that might have happened if you look around in the world you could tell that there's got to be more to life sometimes and if you are a practicing catholic that this indeed happened that jesus did roam the earth and these accounts were written down and told many years ago and set forward to the bible and we read about them now so if you want to take into consideration this in fact did happen then that is your faith and you have every right to believe that. But what if things didn't happen exactly to that full extent? Um, what if something scientific or logical happened and not biblical or paranormal? So there are accounts in the Bible, and I have said this before, that the Bible could be the world's biggest game of telephone. That what was basically saw or said so many years ago carried out down the road to when the Bible started hitting, you know, bookstores and being sold, a lot of things could have changed. If I tell someone something today on Easter Sunday, on April 17th, 2022, and I asked them to continue telling this story to other people, five years from now, that story is definitely going to be mixed and turned around. And these are a lot of events that are in the Bible are being told by people and written down. And there's many different verses and um, forms of the Bible. There's the American Bible. There's the Roman Catholic Bible. There's Bibles that are um, 
written in, in Spain and in Europe that are completely different from what we see here in the United States. So many of the stories are different depending on what Bible you read. So there's a lot of things that could have been jumbled up from many years ago up until when the Bible was actually being written and distributed to people to read. And in my opinion, there could have been things that were changed to actually critique your faith and make you believe more. Again, I'm not saying that Jesus is real or not real. I'm just speaking in a logical in a logical sense here. In my opinion, that on the third day when Jesus was not found, there's a many events that could have possibly happened. For instance, people that were close to Jesus, the other apostles, or even family members, um, like Mary, his mother, and at the time, um, there's no... I believe there's no account to where Joseph, his father, was at that point. I believe Joseph, they really didn't mention too much about Joseph in the Bible. He kind of got written out. But I believe that I looked many months ago, something came up that I was like, why don't they speak about Joseph? And I think he ended up getting sick and passing away prior to Jesus' execution or crucifixion. So at the point when Jesus was crucified, the people around him were his other apostles, uh, people that believed, people that mocked him, um, Mary, his mother, and Mary Magdalene, which is another story for another day. Mary Magdalene, in a nutshell, was someone that he showed light to and changed her life. But there are hidden stories that Mary Magdalene might have been Jesus's um, girlfriend or even wife. And she was a former prostitute and he basically changed her and um, there are these little hidden conspiracies that Jesus may or may not have been dating Mary Magdalene. Now these people did adventure back to the tomb where Jesus was buried and on the third day did not see him. Now at that point there's many things that could have happened. Like I said one of his followers or many people that were Believers of Jesus could have went to see his body for one last time and possibly as a whole a group of them moving this heavy stone that it said that he was blocked in in this tomb by a stone moving this stone and essentially taking out the body to bury him or give him even a proper burial and taking his body somewhere and claiming that he had a rose to the heavens and disappeared when in essence the body was properly buried somewhere else and telling the story would make the Romans, the people that executed Pontius Pilate, essentially believe that Jesus was in fact the son of God and the king. Um, that's one scenario. Another scenario could have been that someone that looked like Jesus was possibly walking around um, almost like a twin or a rep, like someone that looked close to him and was walking around that possibly people believe that, oh man, he, he's still alive, he's walking around, because I again, I'm paraphrasing, don't know offhand exact days, he was around a certain amount of time, for a certain amount of time, a certain amount of days before he essentially rose into heaven. Um, there could have been someone that looks like him after the tomb, the body was removed and properly, properly buried or put somewhere closer. There's a lot of scenarios here. Um, another thing that could have possibly happened, and this is one of a long shot, is that he might, may or may not have died on the cross, and when he was being brought back to the tomb, um, essentially was alive. And when he came to or recovered somehow, some way, was roaming around until essentially he did die or 
you know, left and traveled so elsewhere. Now, that's probably not something that could have happened due to the fact that the injuries that he sustained and the blood loss and crucifixion, how you essentially die from that, is something that not a lot of people would survive even nowadays if they were not in immediate medical tension. He was said to have been speared on the ribs by a Roman spear. He was probably dehydrated and not fed. He carried a cross that probably did damage to him carrying it for that long. He had a crown of thorns on his head, which essentially the multitude of thorns could have made many lacerations and cuts where he was bleeding from his head, his side where he got speared. He had nails go through either his wrists or his hands, which is confirmed that it may not have been his hands that were nailed. It was his wrists so that the weight would be supported better. So... I think that's a theory that scientists and archaeologists came up with, that he might have been nailed through his wrists, not his hands. And if that's the case, if he did come off the cross, if he was had any kind of nails going through his wrists, that would have um, severed arteries and he would have bled out. And of course, as his feet, which he had holes through it, which I don't think anyone would be able to walk around with his with holes in their feet and that amount, that amount of damage to one's body. But there are things that could have possibly happened to explain scientifically what people saw so many years ago. But biblically, biblically, throughout the Bible, there are many outrageous and crazy stories that if you do, if you have faith, you say, this is what happened. And on Easter Sunday, it is one of the most iconic stories for practicing Catholic Christians and people of religion in Catholicism because it is something that we have an actual story that we believe that Jesus rose from the dead, walked around, made his non-believers believers, and then essentially went into the clouds and disappeared. And all his followers and believers were left. And he says at one point he will return again. Logically, we don't know what could have happened, but we believe the stories and everything that have been written down. And in the Bible, there are many things that could be logically explained, and there are TV shows that try to do this. Um, on Ancient Aliens, we heard a story that Noah's Ark was essentially DNA being taken onto a boat because there's no boat in the world that can hold two of every animal. Um, they had gave a theory that it could have been DNA capsules with animal DNA onto the boat, which is, again, far-fetched because they are using the idea of that show with aliens and so on and so forth. Uh, their story of the Red Sea, that it was a shallow path that they were able to walk across while Moses parted the Red Sea and the Jewish were trying to escape the Egyptians. Um, story of burning bushes that, you know, now we know that fires could start um, from the sun and dryness. A lot of things. But this is one story that if you have the faith, you believe outright. And then if you, you know, not losing faith, but if you want a scientific version, you try to figure out. And it's, again, one of the most iconic stories of ghost, you know, seeing something that was said and you have to believe and physically seeing it. And that's what so many people so many years ago did see. They saw a man rise from a tomb and walk amongst them with all the wounds from the crucifixion he had went through and essentially rose into heaven. And it is one of the most iconic stories if you're not only a paranormal believer, but also a believer in religion. It is one of the most iconic stories and one of the most important holidays, um, definitely above Christmas and other events, because this is where what Catholics believe will happen again. He will rise back down and then 
everything will be a lot better than what it is nowadays. So I wanted to give a short episode on this, um, that things could be maybe um, explained logically, but even trying to explain it logically, it's left with a lot of questions. And essentially, even with paranormal believing in it, it's just the faith that something like this exists and there's bigger powers and bigger things out there. And I'm a firm believer in that. I do believe that there's more to what we see because, you know, there has to be something that happens after this. It's just not you cease to exist. And there are little signs and little stories and tales of miracles and things that are unexplainable out there. It's um, far and few, but there are things that cannot be explained that Eve has even doctors and scientists scratching their head. And this is something that I firmly believe there's more to it and there's more to the world out there. And it happens to be on Easter Sunday that we sit and listen to this story and sit back and say, do we believe or do we want to look further into it? But essentially, you have to have the faith to believe a story like this. And um, I do, I believe to uh, an extent. And I hope that there are is more to life after when we, uh, you know, we pass. And that's kind of what I cover. But it, every religion has crazy stories. And um, the one thing I leave off with is, all religions have similar stories. So essentially, if you look at that, something did happen many, many years ago. And even though we have branches of religion, something as a some this this story, this storyline had to happen at some point and was told in various religions and various books from other religions, books and tales and scriptures and scrolls to Dead Sea Scrolls to the Bible. So we have to sit back and just analyze, have faith take a breather and do some research on our own and then watch a hell of a discovery channel but this was my best explanation um on easter sunday and i hope everybody enjoyed the 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 babbling and the um paraphrasing and what i knew but it was a story that i felt would make a good podcast episode from one of the most iconic he's rising from the dead stories out there so this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. You can find my Instagram page, SWAB underscore podcast on Instagram. You can hear the Say What Again Billy podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and many other outlets. And i like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the free app that allows you to get your podcasting idea out there with all the tools you need within the app. Just download Anchor and get your podcast started. And until next time, this is another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.